0: i Spaces
1: This is good my friend can you hear me okay of course can you hear me yeah yeah i'm doing all right I'm, I, I'm, yeah i can hear you just fine sorry a little bit delay there i thought you were asking
2: no it's it's all good i just wanted to hop into the culture just kind of working on uh, paperwork right now the, the, the best part of business of, of
1: yeah course, i was gonna right? say so, fun paperwork right
2: <laughs> yeah it's never a dull moment in the paper sheet it, it's uh, i i'm freaking the spreadsheets so it's uh we're crushing
1: right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah No, weird. dude, you guys, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Uh, You know, it is the middle of the day. Some people, it takes a little while, to be honest with you, as much times as I've hosted these, it takes a little while for people to find their way in, uh, especially with the market conditions being what they are right now. I'm sure a lot of people are just all over the place listening to just about everybody and anybody uh, put on some content right now. But I wanted to put on a space. I was looking for a place to get into uh, some conversations, and I just didn't see anything really cosmos focused uh going on right now so i was like yeah let's we'll do a pop-up one it wasn't scheduled or anything like that we'll just see what happens um but i'm actually glad you're here man because i mean personally me i can go on and on and on and pick your brain about what you've been doing and you know what the team's been doing and everything behind the scenes and all that but i'm sure you've like spoke at lengths recently and and gonna be doing just a lot more speaking uh going forward with things but yeah man
3: dude
2: we're just uh i'm just here for the culture i had nothing else to do like i'm looking at these spreadsheets and just bored so i might as well might as well, <laughs> might as well talk talk while i at it of course yeah. the uh, how things in your world I, I owe you a dm i noticed that that came through and i've been ignoring you for like two days so uh dude i you know, to uh, be honest
1: with you you're like I mean, i'm not saying you're your only one but like there's been a lot of people busy working eric there i see eric uh like, and, you know, like I I was telling Joe and everybody else on the team, I was like, you got it. Like, man, these guys, we're working. They're working. This is the hot moment right now. Right. So don't worry about it, man. We'll get to that in a little bit, too. But no worries. No worries. Uh, Eric, what's up, man? Uh, going to throw you a mic just in case you can speak. I see TerraSpaces Spaces in here. Kelly, ma'am, it's been a while. I love seeing you here. I hope your day is going well as well. Jim, my friend, how are you doing? Uh, Eric, what's up, man?
4: Yo, 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 saw the space and you guys had the bad and the ugly taken care of. So I thought I'd hop in.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 Patrick, which one are you? I'll let you pick. I can be ugly. I'll be ugly.
4: I'll take the ugly. It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) Fucker. You handsome bastards. Screw you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, we're just we're just shooting the shit like Patrick was saying for the culture, right? Just kind of uh, throwing something together. I was telling him I was wanting to get into some things as I'm working. Uh, I'm not doing paperwork like Patrick was saying, but I am working right now. Um, and yeah, there was like, there was nothing cosmos focused that I saw on my timeline. So I was like, you know what, let's, uh, let's put one together and see what's going on. Cause there's a lot of crazy fun stuff happening right now in the cosmos. Both you two are here. So like we can go for days, I'm sure about what you two are doing. Uh, but there, there are many things even outside of what your guys' projects are, are have been doing and doing right now uh, that's popping off in the cosmos and just want to see if other people wanted to chime in and give me give me their two cents uh so we can chat about it you see, you see a tone a tone launching right i saw CryptoCito's uh video maybe
2: yeah, it seems like a lot of things are launching right now it's, it's kind of like that moment where um, a lot of people that raise money either before the crash or um during the bear market it, it seems like they're getting external pressure to launch their products because you'll see like certain raise values and i'm like there's no fucking way
1: Dude, <laughs> joe and i were talking about that like the these unrealistic valuations and like it's funny you said not all of not all of them i'll give the, i'll give some people credit and stuff like that but yeah that's been that's been running rapid for a while now right well
2: it, it's it doesn't mean that it wasn't like kind of spot on when they went to raise right um like it just depends on the market the market's going to tell you what your company's worth that's why you look at big tech companies, for example, um, they had to fire a bunch of people not because they can't afford to pay them. It's it's purely because of the fact that the market started valuing different metrics. And uh, you'll notice like in the bull market, it's all growth, growth at all costs, doesn't matter how much you're spending. Um, top line, right? <laughs> it's just grow the top line as much as possible, hire way too many people, do all these things just to get your growth metrics just ridiculous. Um, Bear market overnight, everything changes all of a sudden, just out of the blue, you go from uh, growth metrics to cash flow positive metrics, which are really different. And that's an entirely different build of a business. So um, they'll ask you questions like what's your ARR per employee? That's uh that's something that's like a metric that hasn't been heard since like the early two thousands, right? Yeah, I was so, gonna
1: say that's like a metric uh, that hasn't even been brought up for a while now.
2: Long so. time, long time. And uh, when like when we heard that for the first time, we stopped hiring, um, and I think that was a really good decision on our part. Or else, uh, it's possible that a lot of projects wouldn't be here if they didn't take like drastic measures.
1: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I saw. um I wanted to actually pick Eric, both both of you guys, everybody actually um, that comes in and we'll be here later maybe uh you know a lot of people i've been i've been in a lot of circles recently about you know why the markets are doing what they're doing and what people are anticipating i saw a lot of people always circling back to like this uh you know th- what the feds are going to be doing with their rates have you been keeping up with uh expectations and what that conversation has been like eric
4: yeah a, a little bit i've been following some of the projections and whatnot uh, what, what are your
1: thoughts about what they've been saying <sighs>
4: I do think the rates are going to drop. I don't think they're going to drop as much as everyone hopes they're going to. Uh, I mean, we're still like, even where we're at right now, around like the 7% mark, like we're still, like out of for the most part low in terms of the last couple hundred years and uh, we've just all been spoiled by like sub zero percent rates that don't make sense but i mean at, at the end of the day it's just this decision's is just going to keep getting tougher and tougher because you know they don't have a balanced budget um and we're printing money off of other countries back and that's that's not sustainable it is a bubble uh, what, what you guys were saying real quick though um patrick great point about like during the bear market like it's all about like um, about business modeling and the bullets about growth, that the exact same thing is true in normal business, except you only get one cycle. Like you never get multiple cycles, which is super weird and fast in crypto, um, where in a traditional business, it's all growth until growth stops in your business. And then it's no more growth and it's all about cutting costs. So and in, in, you're usually... In a growth cycle for like a casino, say, it's all about like hiring everyone you can, giving high salaries, giving aggressive bonuses, taking out more and more bank loans. Banks keep giving it to you at like even premium discounts. And then as soon as you hit that lull in revenue, now it's everything's cut back. Fire everybody, hire newer people. And then it's like, it's expecting that you're going to get the same or lower revenue and cutting costs as much as you can. Um, And it never usually goes back to the growth cycle for an established business. And crypto with these, Cycles like maybe four year cycles or something. It's really fascinating to see companies have to keep pivoting back and forth
2: yeah, f- for sure, but the the other thing like that is like we haven't seen of of course, like for like if you're operating a business in web three like we have we get whiplash really bad, and it's something that like we have to monitor one hundred percent but uh, we' like we haven't really seen a Recession like this, like I call it, like a, a SaaS depression for like software companies in general, because like a lot of the same VCs that deploy into crypto also deploy into like traditional SaaS companies. It's just like a crypto arm of, of the business. For example, like Founders Fund or uh, SoftBank. I know they did a little bit back in the day with their Vision Fund and stuff like that. But the the thing that's that's interesting is every single. Unicorn from like the last run up in the traditional markets, they got like killed like really bad. Like, if you raised anything that was like, if you were like in your series C, that location, um, it's pretty much like an entire vintage of SaaS companies just died because they couldn't raise another round because like they were valued at growth metrics, they were forced to do all these growth metrics, but there was no real business. It's like terrifying. Um, that they're kind of like forced in a specific direction based on what metrics that the markets are valuing and then all of a sudden everything changes overnight um it's just really spooky but back to the interest rates um i feel like like my indicator for interest rates is i just watch like housing prices (laughs) where like you'll kind of see like the housing markets are starting to spike right now for some reason and it's usually because people are trying to like time the interest rate they're going to hop on a variable they're going to get a house it's going to increase uh like hopefully increase in value but also like the rate cuts are going to happen and then the housing the everyone on the sidelines for houses right now is just going to flood into the market and these prices are going to go stupid again that's my take so like i it's I see, so funny you I brought that up patrick
1: highs. but i so i run in a circle of realtors and uh and lenders and stuff like that. that's that's like my jam that's where i came from that's like my true passion is like legit real estate. And that's just people would like to think otherwise. Like I love owning real estate and I'm always trying to get my hands on more. Um, it's really funny because I was actually thinking about that, like not too hard, but I was thinking about it kind of um, in the back of my mind because recently I feel like a lot of the conversations that I have, especially with lenders, uh, lenders always kind of try, like, they always kind of play their hand aggressively. Uh, and, and like, they talk like financial advisors and really like they, they should just be lenders. But I think I feel like a lot of my lender friends have like been giving out this advice or like trying to plant the bug in their ear where it's like, just wait a second, because we're going to time things to be, you know, more optimal here or there. And I'm like, oh, man, you guys like, yeah, it's but I think it's really interesting you're saying that because I've been noticing that, too. A lot of people trying to time things, man
2: yeah i I went to the bank because i've been like thinking about buying a house for the last like i don't know like seven years (laughs) i never do it because i'm so focused (laughs) on on this so like uh, i live in a small apartment with my girlfriend my dog she's a realtor as well um but uh (laughs) it's it's always interesting because um every time like i go and i get like pre-approved for my mortgage and then um, it expires because i never do anything because i'm so busy and then I get approved, pre-approved for another mortgage, but this time when I went to go pre-approved from the bank just to see what what's up, um, like it was an interesting response I got. He's like, "Hey, like this is the rate right now, but by the time like I answer the email in two days, it's gonna I can get you a better rate." And I was like, "What?
5: <laughs> like, how, how
2: does that work?" So yeah, I'm assuming things fuck? are coming down. I'm assuming things are coming down because if if they're all just like thinking that it's coming down, I would be pretty surprised if if it doesn't
1: I got to be real though I I'm, I'm much like what Eric is uh thinking with the rates like yeah I think they're going to come down but I really don't think they're going to come down all too much like what people are expecting it to do uh like really you know I'm old enough uh just barely that I remember when my parents uh were buying like you know our family home we've we moved a couple of times but like I remember my my dad's a chiro- retired chiropractor uh, and we own our own practice growing up and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, like during that time, he did really, really well. And we lived in Hawaii. It's a really expensive place, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I, I, I really remember like my dad going through and my mom going through that process of like buying that house that was like where they wanted to be uh, and like doing everything they could to like make that American dream happen for me and my siblings. Um, and I remember because uh, my parents never really held, and I, I really wish parents would kind of go like this is a whole nother topic for another time, but I really wish parents would really like include their children and their finances. Not like everything, children don't need to know everything, but my parents were never, they never hit anything. Like they were pretty straight up with us, like this is what it was, this is what we could afford, this is what we're aiming for, you know, this is what daddy and mommy is working against or working uh, with. Uh, and I remember them clear as day because I didn't understand it, but then my dad told me like how interest rates work what mortgages were back then i remember it was standard it was standard that they were working with like 16 percent on their interest rates like it was it was high and that was like the norm you know it was like in the in not maybe mid-teens but it was like double digit the you know lower range of the teens and stuff like that and that was like normal for fucking people and it was like you know you 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 were you were glad for it um but now, like like Eric was saying, I think people have just gotten so fucking spoiled uh, after all of that where it's like we just we were borrowing money for nothing. And they were just giving it away to everybody with no repercussions, no consequences, no, like not for, for nothing. Uh, and those days, I think, are just dead and gone, like at least for a while now. I think like rates will come down, but like people need to like have a coming to Jesus moment where it's like, I don't think we're ever going to see those glory days where you could borrow against like for nothing you know what i mean nothing <laughs> yeah for like nothing
2: the, the zerp era is just like like all these businesses where we're all just investing in like dei shit <laughs> like in like in like nice rooms for for all of us a thinking room yeah. all, all this all, the, all this money that we're just pouring because the vcs wanting to deploy it it's just craziness but uh yeah i i agree with you there but like the interest rates had to be that high because the multiple of the house on the person's income was a lot lower. Yeah, know? yeah. So like like if your house is like three times like your annual salary, then like obviously the bank needs like a 15% mortgage for them to make any money.
4: You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I gotta, I, whenever I tell that story, I always gotta remember like I am talking about like Hawaii where everything is like severely overpriced just like California of course, so.
4: of
2: course. well yeah it's because uh, my my family home um like my parents got it at like 300 300k back in like 97 96. Like that house today is like they they broke up and they didn't keep it, but like it's like a two point five million dollar house. Now. Yeah, don't it's look insane. back,
1: dude. It makes you sick every single time. It's like
2: I'm mad. I'm mad at them. I was like, you guys can you like keep this together and like rent it or
1: something. Yeah, you, y'all could have just grit your teeth and be okay with each other. Yeah, like like you guys,
2: you guys can just like like I know you're getting divorced, but you don't have to like financially ruin yourself. You guys are
1: selfish people, <laughs> selfish asses. You guys can be
2: friends like for a bit. <laughs>
1: That's so funny, dude do it for the children damn it do it for the children
2: <laughs> i know literally literally
1: oh man well speaking of growth speaking of uh you know things changing and and uh whatnot um i don't know either one of you guys want to go like or if you guys don't i would totally respect that too because you guys have been grinding but since i have you both here which is a rare occasion uh at least that i've seen uh you know astro vault has been fucking ripping people's arms off it's like a silverback gorilla. Just having fun eating bananas and ripping arms off. I love it uh, and jackal for the you know in, in turn is doing the same it's just fucking it's it's looking bananas man. I love what's happening right now for you guys um do either one of you guys kind of want to go into like you know where you guys are as as individuals and, and, and the overall growth and like where you guys are Patrick you've been having a lot of developments you too, Eric so I don't know like who wants to go first if you guys do but i would love eric, to hear it man
2: eric i've
4: been i've been talking a lot i'll let you, I'll, I'll let you start here <laughs> all right um yeah i three weeks since our token's been live it's it's been fantastic our growth has gone through the roof um since archway lowered the price of gas uh we've seen our volume numbers go through the roof like up to over 2 million a day when it our daily average had been more like 4 to 500k uh so that that's been fantastic our revenue numbers i mean three weeks since we pushed our token live we own 16k 20k 38k like per week that that puts us at an arr of over two million dollars now um our aum we just uh, announced our plank deal liquidity deal where they seeded our protocol and liquidity with 120 thousand dollars we'll air up to them in a couple months um that that puts our aum to just about two million dollars plus like a two million a year revenue uh, it's it, it's looking fantastic our model's proven out in real time we're having some people somehow complain in our telegram like hey these aprs are too high and i'm like i don't know what to tell you we're running that pool at a profit so I saw that I thought that was funny.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I like to be at a, a fly on the wall when those kind of comments happen i'm just like what the fuck do you guys want
4: yeah like if you want us to cut down the aprs by half like it'll probably make the token go up faster i guess we're focused on growth and distribution right now we're not just trying to secure the 10 million liquidity we have we're trying to get to 500 1 a million a billion in liquidity we're trying to grow to other ecosystems so we're in the space where we should be overspending and frankly we're, we're not i mean uh, if you count emissions as expense, which you probably shouldn't, it's a super conservative way to look at it. Uh, we operated last week at a $1,500 negative. Like, that's like if every single AXV that was printed and hit circulation like, uh, like is an expense, um, which is insane. So we're, we're, we're doing everything we promised. We're growing, we're scaling. Uh, Jackal's putting us on like a backpack and carrying us to success. <laughs> um, it's, it's going well,
1: guys. It's like Yoda and Luke Skywalker just running through the fucking forest. I forget what planet he is, so I can't remember. I can't make the joke, can't finish the joke, but that's fucking oh, no, hilarious. It's,
4: yeah, it's from the video Eagles. Stop it now.
1: Yo, oh, Seagulls! eagles. Oh, Stop my God. <laughs> I, I fucking love that fucking. Oh, my God. If you guys haven't seen uh, Lip Syncing. or no, Lip syn- singing. It's a uh, dude. It's what is, it, what is it called? Exactly. It's a uh, seagulls. Is that what was it again, Eric?
4: Seagulls, stop it now. It's a it.
1: oh fantastic
4: my. YouTube video of a bad lip reading of Luke Skywalker and Yoda.
1: <laughs> Do not watch that high. I don't, I'm i not going to tell you guys why I know that, but I was fucking dying laughing when I first saw that. So funny, dude. So funny.
2: <laughs> That's all the time. I, I like to think of the uh, more the, uh, I think Talladega and and like the slingshot. You know, you, you have to engage the slingshot and if you're not first, you're last, but... Uh, that's uh that's my favorite byline slide when it comes to just metaphors and generally use that one a lot internally. But uh, yeah, for Jackal. So Jackal, we've kind of every metric that we have right now is going parabolic. Um, which is uh pretty pretty shocking to see, if I'm being honest with you. It's uh, before we we've just been building, right? It's we've been building this thing since 2021, November. Uh, We raised, we went through the Terra Luna collapse. A lot of our VCs got destroyed. Um, And uh, throughout the bear market, it's just been like just chewing glass and just building. We're kind of finally getting to a point where we're starting to see like adoption. But for us to kind of hit that next stage of growth, uh, we kind of have to ride this momentum, make sure that we double down here and uh, really focus on growth into the next bull market, just in general around um, whether it's unique storage whether it's unique users, whether it's unique applications, whether it's unique outposts. That's, uh, that's everything that we're focusing on. And uh, we're looking to pour gas on the fire for that. But it's, it's pretty crazy right now for us internally. Like we went from having no applications built on Jackal like four weeks ago to having five now. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty special. And then on the business development front of just uh, like Stratus, for example, Onboarded a telecom company in Iowa. Uh, we're looking at like all kinds of stuff regarding um, like government contracts for like having like a permission system, leveraging Jackal um, as like a test part, like all kinds of stuff right now. So it's a, it's a little bit overwhelming if I'm being honest with you, but it's really nice. It's it's really nice from a uh, people are using what we built and uh, the team the team's happy our community's happy, our investors are happy. Um, it's good vibes all around, and it's just make sure that we double down and don't lose momentum is what we have to focus on.
1: What's nice. Go ahead, Eric, go ahead.
4: What I really love about the positioning of Jackal right now is um, like well, we, we've seen the narratives that go with each bull market. It's like last one, it was really like all about like DeFi, um, NFTs, stuff like that. And it looked like a, a very key um, a very key narrative of this next bull market is going to be deep in, which is fantastic. Um, but every single like time there is one of these narratives is like DeFi. Cool. It's showing the science fairs. It's showing like what's possible now and they might flame up. They might get huge valuations for a while, but then eventually better products come on. Um, it's ideally ones that have better business models. Look at like, like AstroVault compared to Uniswap. Um, but with Deepin, uh, we're probably going to see something similar um, in that like a lot of really cool things, like people know that it is going to turn into something huge eventually, but none of them have the business models really lined up. They just have kind of what's possible, what's a great idea, but if they don't transition to make them a business, if they don't capture value with a token or whatnot, um, then it's likely to not have long-term success, even if it's a major cash cow in this market. Uh, I'm really excited with like what Jackal says up with V4 where like the sales will directly go to like growth to a point where if you can establish sales, if you can establish return customers, like fundamentally it is for the most part bear market proof. which is which is really cool. I mean, every time, like, speculation could drive price underneath where, like, revenue's at. But at that point, the protocol is just, like, definitively profitable, um, which gives an, a type of balancing to it. So the fact that not only do they have, like, the new thing that's possible that nobody else in the world can do, but you're already a step ahead by also having, like, the business modeling built in.
2: Being a step ahead is really different um, from... But I look at Deepen and I look at other things, like obviously there's going to be the scams that, like I'm seeing landing pages right now that are saying like AI Deep, like it's every buzzword, um, like AI D-PIN, Modular Data Availability Network, and I'm just seeing that, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting. But from a from a base level,
1: wait a minute, did you see that on one website? Like all of those words?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. They try to gonna, kill it. It's going to get bananas here pretty soon, but. You have to think about the difference about like a deepened startup versus um, like a traditional like blockchain startup is they're fundamentally different in a number of different ways. Uh, a traditional blockchain startup is you spend a lot of time on things like economics and and a lot of time on development, but the time it takes from beginning to development to deployment to cash flow positive. Is really really quickly in those applications um, because like they're they're one dimensional in the sense that you have to deploy this whether it's your own chain or whether it's on another application and then you can like get really you, you can get to profitability really really quickly um, and that's awesome like don't get me wrong like that that's awesome from a bunch of different reasons uh, from the attractiveness of the investment. Um, from like just kind of managing your runway properly, it's it's pretty fascinating, pretty amazing on that side of things. The Deepin is a lot different, and the way that I like to look, I did a really long thread on this um, a few days ago. Deepin's like a deep tech startup almost. It's kind of like a, a biotech company or a Boston Dynamics or a SpaceX of blockchain, in the sense that it's multidimensional, where you need Sometimes like five to ten different components working in unison for one thing to work, and that is hard. <laughs> and it takes a lot of time and a lot of engineering to even get to a place where you can have a product and get to profitability, and even like sniff product market fit, right? Like for art, like a, a deep startup, it can have a blockchain, and then for us, we have a storage network. And then we have all of our algorithms, and then we have the IBC cross-chain stuff, and we have to deploy the outposts, and then we have all these different things that have to work in unison, not let alone the protocol incentives to make sure everything works properly. All these things have to work in perfect unison before we even like, have a product for people to try. Um, and this is, this is pretty interesting from another, and not just our Deepin network, like we're a storage network, but there's other people that are doing stuff with robotics or IoT sensors. Um, it's stuff that kind of has another component because there's like this physical infrastructure that has to be outside of blockchain technology. And having that other dimension and all these things and all these components that have to work in unison, it takes a lot of time <laughs> to get to the point that we're even at right now. And uh, but the benefit of that is the moats that you can create in these these startups is pretty fascinating. So it's like really, really high risk. 90% of these deep end projects are going to fail, but the ones that do make it the market value and like the, the market share of that company is going to be huge just because of how transformative it, it is for humanity and like the different applications that it can leverage, right? You, you can have a deep end product that gives you better car insurance. You can have a deep end product that, protects all your data or ch- like saves all your memories and protects those. You can have a deep end network that is better, a better soul plan with like Helium mobile, for example, right? So it's the, the multi-dimensional nature of this is really, really intense and it's really, really difficult to get right and it takes a lot of time. So seeing if, if a deep end startup like launches in a bull market, they say, okay, we have, we're ready to go. We're going to launch right now and we're going to launch a token you're not going to see a product for months, if not years, after that. It's, uh, it takes a lot of time. It's really deep, deep, deep tech, um, really infrastructure heavy, like Jackal Labs. We have 2 guys doing BD and everyone else is an engineer. <laughs> right? it's, uh, the, it, it's pretty crazy from that side of things. And they're just kind of fundamentally different startups and they have to be managed different and they have to be uh, built different. Um, just for a number of different reasons, uh, just because it's just, you're doing a different thing.
1: Patrick, I think, it's, I think that's super interesting. It's something that people need to keep in mind, uh, the process, right? Like the, the length of time, the realistic expectation uh, to bring these things to not just to the market, but to actually like really find uh, all the, the, the wrinkles and iron them out uh, so that it's actually a polished product. In your opinion, uh, I know that you know, you, you're doing what you're doing uh, with Jackal, In your opinion, with Deepin, what do you think is the next thing that's going to come out? Like you were giving us kind of like off the cuff examples of, you know, maybe it's car insurance, whatever it is. What do you think would be the next thing or what what do you suspect might be the next kind of like narrative or thing within Deepin other than what you guys are doing?
2: Yeah, it's kind of hard to say, right? Because like with Deepin, we start at the bottom of the stack. (laughs) <laughs> right, so like usually, like you have like Google, and Google like they have like a search engine, and everyone uses the Google search engine. Then they move down the stack, right? They next thing you know, they're like have like G Suite or they have like um, Google Cloud, and they're selling like server space all of a sudden, right? Um, with deep service, they go the other way. So you start at the base level of the stack, and then you move up until you have a product. Right? So it's kind of hard for like me to pick a winner and see what's like coming next, but things that I find really interesting in Deepin in general, um, obviously storage and compute networks, those are kind of a no-brainer, and they're probably like the first things that are going to really solidify themselves. Next, I like vehicle mobility. I think it's cool. Um, so basically, like you have a way for you to plug a physical device into your vehicle, and then you can kind of have like this standardized data layer for vehicle information. And you can use like ZK proof so you can maintain custody of that. But you can get like hyper personalized things. So like you want hyper personalized car insurance, where you can like, like, it's not like kind of like standard rates. like you're low risk, medium risk, high risk driver, and your car is low, medium risk, high risk, it can be a lot more personalized and a lot more specific and can change. Um, on the fly in real time, which could either leave you spending more money or less money. I don't really know. Um, But other things associated with like vehicle mobility, I think they're fascinating because you can actually like once you acquire all this data, you'll notice that you can now either the user can contribute it to a pool and that pool can be sold off to like a municipality or construction companies or surveying guys. Um, because you'll see things like, okay, like why is everyone hitting the brakes really, really hard in this one section of the city? Or, um, why are, why is like this vehicle, why, why is the vehicle like, why are they jerking the wheel after they hit this section of the city? It's probably because there's potholes or things like that. Right. And like, they can like have a better way for them to figure out where to deploy capital in the city in a more efficient manner. A lot of value in that. Um, other things is like, I've seen mapping stuff and, uh, Tank, you being a realtor, right? You'll know that you go into like the nooks and crannies of the city back in the day when you were doing real estate. Um, So there's these kind of uh, hive mappers, cool. So hive mapper, they have a camera, they jam it on your car. And then pretty much what they can do is they can bootstrap. That's the other thing that people don't really understand about like the barriers to entry in these kind of legacy, like really established businesses. Like you look at mapping, right? Mapping, you have open street map. And then you have Google. That's it. It's like a complete duopoly or even monopoly with Google for like mapping data and photos of like street view. Um, This data is really expensive to get access to. So why is it really expensive? Well, Google has to send out a guy in a, a souped up car to drive around everywhere <laughs> that's that's crazy um, so what they're doing is like to bypass the barrier to entry to get all the mapping data in the entire world they can incentivize it so you can bootstrap a network very very quickly where you can cover like 80% of the entire world in a few months jam a, you jam a, like a camera on your car and then now you have all this mapping data and then they can either sell it to uh, the highest bidder and you get rewarded with uh, your tokens so that's cool um what else is really cool? Uh the vehicle stuff I, I find really, really fascinating. Um oh 5G networks are interesting. Um if you kind of look at what helium's doing with cell. Um helium was kind of a meme because they crashed so hard because their economics were so broken.
1: Bro, I still have some fucking miners.
2: My yeah, sister- <laughs> I do too. I, I do too. They're sitting, they're sitting they're unplugged. They're sitting, uh they're collecting dust as a paperweight right now on my desk. But um like what they're doing right now with five G mobile, though, is uh, they're growing like crazy. Like the the cellular plans, like the hyper local cellular five G with uh, helium, they're crushing it right now. And like you're able to get like a cell plan for pennies on the dollar. Um, so things like that, I think that's kind of where it's going. But then again, we have to remember, like the amount of time it takes to build these startups is deep tech, right? So like you could. Like Helium, you might have bought it like God knows how long ago, and they released a token too early relative to what they had, right? They had like this cool thing that no one used. It was a science fair project, as uh, as Eric would say. But at the end of the day, um, they're just like they started that years ago, like 2018, 2017, and they're just finding product fit today with Helium Mobile. So, like, that's what I mean when like these deep tech startups like it's winner take all but it's also like the risk is ridiculous um and like I'm banking on my guys I'm contributing three years to my life we're pretty confident that we're going to be the guys but um yeah that's it, just the difference in building these businesses compared to NFT marketplaces or or, or or things like that not to say like they're bad business models Eric's going to crush us in like earnings in the next like just just purely because of the fact that like they can get to market they can find product market fit and they can crush very very quickly and it's nice and it's awesome um we're just playing like uh like it's it's a heavier swing and it's like heavier upside but it's a lot of rest
4: yeah we're we're basically an index we're a lot safer we have uh yeah like you said a much easier go-to-market uh much easier defined model at the same time um we're gonna be carried by our biggest winners and we're gonna have to subsidize our biggest losers by being a type of index. Uh, I was telling one of, our, uh, one of our community members earlier this week, they're like, yeah, we are a, you know, in my opinion, a, a decently safe play. That being said, we'll look back on this in five years and wish we never even built the decks and just held Jackal the entire time. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah well I, I guess you get you get best of both worlds in that sense right lord willing yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're yeah. doing we're doing what we're good at uh, yeah. it's, and it's and it's and it's good and the ecosystem yeah. needs it but yeah, what, you guys are going to change the world and we're just happy to catalyze that however we can and of course inshallah Jackal Moon.
1: hey guys i'm gonna uh do me a favor i'm gonna send you guys calls i don't know what's going on joe was here i see him coming back and forth uh, I'm going to give you guys calls so you don't feel pressured, but try to invite them. If you guys could, Kit's been also trying to come up here, so I'm just going to throw these out there. If you guys could help me with that. Oh, wait, Joe's, Joe's got it. What's up, Joe? Yeah, I've got it.
5: I, I can't add Kit. It says she's already a speaker and might, for some reason, since I got my new phone, there's like a little delay with recognizing speakers, but um, I actually had a question for Patrick that I was thinking about when I was watching, um, when I was watching Marston on Scott's stream the other night, which was awesome. He, he sent me the whole file of that stream. And when I get time, I'm going to maybe make three or four clips that everybody who wants to can share it around social media just to kind of give more attention to Scott's stream because he covers he covers a lot of tokens that are not, really, I should have not, he just quit, didn't he? He just quit to go full-time streaming. Yeah. I mean, Did it, I I see mean that? If, if I was him, I w- I thought he was full-time that it looks like he put so much work into his stream compared to mine. I thought it would take him like all day <laughs> to set that up, but I do have a question for Patrick. And uh, I was thinking about it the other day and you said something just now about how you're building like the foundation of the stack, right? Jackal's the foundation. I think there's an opportunity for someone else to build an integration in, let's say, Leap Wallet, right? You go into Leap Wallet, and anytime you use Leap Wallet for a transaction, your transaction data gets collected, and then automatically uploaded into Jackal. And you know, obviously, you would pay a fee to maintain that data in the Jackal um, storage. But this would help people when they need to pull their transaction data to do taxes. Because right now, it's, it's an absolute nightmare, especially for Americans, to, to do taxes from a DEX unless they're using one wallet address on one DEX virtually all the time. It's so hard, man, to do these, keep track of this, this information. Like, Can you foresee someone else building something where it's directly into the wallet and leans on Jackal to store this info? um automatically without them maybe even knowing about it as long as they have a jackal address and some jackal tokens it's just ha- going on in the background whenever they're using a wallet like leap
2: yeah there's tons of ways to do it also like before we get started my dad's here actually that's a that's as that's, that's a first shout out dan but um i was sort of that the when it comes to building an application like that so you have leap wallet and you have kepler wallet and i could see that kind of being an application that's built on like leveraging the jackal protocol as like the base layer of the stack right so like when the way i explained is like when you look at jackal for example and deepen in general you start at the base layer and then you move up and then eventually you'll have an application compared to um, like Amazon, for example, they start with a bookstore, and next thing you know, they're doing web services <laughs> with AWS, right? Um, so they go the opposite direction. So for us, it's either that application will come whether we build it, because like, it seems like it's a good application, and uh, we'll build it when we get to it. But we're so focused on making the protocol one percent like better every day right now that it, it would be really hard for us to kind of like. Um, do a side quest and build an app like that. That being said, I really think it's a really good idea to just have a grant out there for someone else to build that app and leverage the protocol.
5: Oh, yeah. I I, I didn't mean that you guys would build it. I was thinking, could it be built? And then does it need to be on the Jackal blockchain for it to work the way that I described? Or can it be kind of like a Web 2 kind of thing that's just maybe in the browser function? I mentioned Leap just because you're kind of transacting. on Yeah. Within sleep, you know, so I think that would be cool. And I think, um, it, it, a, a, a grant will be even better just because we don't want to take you guys off of you the work you're doing. Obviously, everyone's happy with the token price. We don't want to <laughs> you <know? No>, seriously, <laughs> though, I think I mean, you have a better idea how that needs to happen than someone like me. I just can see myself using that and paying whatever the fee is to use it,
2: of course. Of course, like you could build that application and go to market really, really quickly. Um, with with an app like that, like the, depending on how you want to use Jackal, is it really up to you? You can do it like self custodial nature, where the user has to pay. You could also just abstract that away, and you could kind of have like a central repository using the API, jam it on the Jackal um, that way, and then you kind of have like more of like a Web two type experience. It's really up to the builder, yeah. but uh, whatever they need is is we're there to help, right?
5: I see Risby, I see Rizby in the audience. Maybe he can get some guys on that. Where's Reese when you need him? because I, I would like to actually not have to spend 2 3 weeks to collect all my all my stupid $6 transactions that i've been doing for the last year on on, on osmosis i don't understand minscan at all and i and i've used block explorers before that are just like so much more user friendly but if it could compile into like a single spreadsheet of some sort you know i could figure out my own profits and losses i just need to see the damn transactions and how much was traded for what token and who cares if i'm using different sets of seed words for, to have multiple wild addresses. And I think that would be like totally useful. And it would probably put a lot of, um a lot of eyeballs on Jackal. Go ahead,
6: Sandy. Sorry. I just wanted to uh, get in here. Real quick. You were talking first of all, thanks for having this space. It's so important. And um, as far as like, what more we could want we could want um you've already mentioned that um in fact i'm in my dms right now with with the gals going to new york city with the nft because we're trying to figure out our taxes right and so it sure would be nice Um, now now I, i do accounting work so i understand about keeping track of what things cost and and as i go along i try to do this monthly and not let it pile up but it really is complicated if you're creating nfts if you're also doing crypto And then you have to figure all this out for the tax man. So um, I think whoever does figure out how to create a software for us to capture the sales of our NFT versus the crypto stuff, they're probably going to be like a huge billionaire in this um, because maybe it's complicated and uh, maybe nobody's thought about it. But seriously, most us English speaking people in in the West, we know that taxes are going to come chases. And that seven year window of audit haunts me because I'm, I know that they're going to come. So please, the developers and the people. And and what are the big money people doing? How are you guys doing it? How are you doing your taxes? Because you're way up there in a totally different category. So that's my concern. Thank you.
2: Yeah, well, the, the, the only way to become a billionaire by doing that is you build it then you sell it to the government. <laughs> it's like that, that's, the, uh,
4: that's the way to do that. And you are going to do it.
2: <laughs> they're all broke right now. So they need to make sure they get as many tax dollars <laughs> as possible.
4: Yeah, they armed but, the new IRS agents with guns. They need to arm them with this. Yeah, they need to be armed with uh, with crypto uh, <laughs> archive nodes
2: on Jackal. Is what we uh, <laughs> what they need apparently. But yeah, th- those products they exist like in more established ecosystems, right? Um, Cosmos is complicated in a in, like in a beautiful way, where every chain has its own like archive nodes. So if you're like doing stuff on Ethereum, you just need like one Infura archive node and you can query that and yippee, right? Um, In Cosmos, it's a little bit more complicated um, where like every single chain, like what other, like a hundred of them now, Um, every chain you need to like aggregate every single archive node um, onto like a product like Jackal or you can put it on Kive that then puts it on Jackal um, depending on like what kind of user experience you want. Um, Yeah. It's it's 100% doable. Someone should do it. And uh, I know that I've heard like tons of projects that are thinking about them, but it doesn't seem like they came to fruition. And it's kind of like an app like that's kind of difficult because it's not really... It's hard to get funding for it in a weird way. Um, Because it's not big enough for venture, but it's too big to bootstrap yourself, unless you're just like a cracked developer. So... Um, it kind of lives in that like gray zone where it's like, okay, this is going to cost a lot of money to build, but I need all this upfront capital to afford it. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of difficult for that. But I-, I could see it being built pretty soon. And whoever builds it, and if they're able to bootstrap it, they're going to crush. Um, they're going to own 100% of that. <laughs> yeah. Our,
4: our team's talked about doing it. Um, we have it set up so we can do that with Astro Vault stuff um but basically the easiest way to build something like that is for the individual applications that do things like DeFi, like nft marketplaces to build logs into their contracts so you don't have to like retroactively extrapolate data from things like MintScan. if you build logs, then you can customize them you can save them to the wallet directly and then whatever business that does is you can easily partner with them uh, we will do something like this but again we could only go as far as uh, we can integrate um, and if you're doing like 20 different chains and some of them don't make logs or some of them obfuscate it in some way or don't play ball, then we won't include them. But uh, specifically for Astro Vault, hopefully by the end of 2024, you'll be able to get like CSV documents of everything you do on Astro Vault. There's actually another other
2: underrated thing that people seem to forget, which is um, this is going to be interesting, Eric. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. I'm not an accountant, so I wouldn't know, but um, some blockchains. They don't have the block history all the way back to block zero, which is interesting. And the reason why is because, like in the early days, like they're still fumbling around, and the archive node died or something like that, and the validators pruned. Right? so you just don't have the actual history all the way to block zero. You have like a pruned version that doesn't have all the transactions. They just know from this date forward, everyone had this, right? And that's uh, it's going to be really important for someone to kind of have a unified source of truth for everything um or i guess uh or i guess no one gets to pay the taxes for uh, blocks uh block zero to blocks whenever <laughs> yeah. is another interesting thing um that I've, I've noticed on multiple cosmos chains um it's uh like really early like kind of like the first like few like first million blocks or something they're just gone which is uh, interesting
4: yeah i definitely won't say that the breaking of the um yeah, of the archive nodes on Secret save me any money in taxes? That would be insane. Um, but
2: <laughs> yeah, well same thing happened to Jack. Though. I know it happened to a ton of networks just because like the the chains are so like early and like they're still kind of fumbly and they take a lot of bandwidth and everything's kind of screwy um, in those like early launching days. And uh, yeah, archive node explodes and then everything's gone for the first few blocks.
4: <laughs> yeah, Kive is actually an interesting solution for this. I know they're working with you guys. Um, I'm just. Yeah, curious to like I'm curious about their business model like if they can actually charge clients enough to make it sustainable cuz you know that's what I always do. Uh, but it, it is a neat solution. Hopefully more infrastructure is getting better. If you guys want to see what I mean by the logs by the way on AstroVault if you've used AstroVault um on the dashboard, we have like a bunch of different widgets you can drag and drop wherever. One of them is called My History, and it will show you like all of your most recent trades. Well, it's 20 of your most recent trades. Uh, But you can also click from trades to messages, and it will show you whatever you've done with links to the Mint Scan. Um, But like those are from the logs within your wallet from your permit.
1: Oh, my God. I love that. I'm doing that right now. I know you said that. I've just like just done that. Now, that is – I love that.
4: Thanks, man. Uh, we yeah, we have an accountant that's putting liquidity on us right now, and he's still a little bit frustrated. Like this isn't good enough for him. Like he's got to keep track of like how many LP tokens like go in and out. Um, where there's a permanent loss, and like we abstracted that away. So we're working always on bettering it. But we're gonna try to roll out a full suite for the CSVs that are general purpose that can work for you tax time later on. It's just. We need that solution to go beyond Astro Vault. And it would be a lot easier if other people build logs into their contracts. Like it's it's not that hard. But nobody does it. I don't know.
1: Hmm, man. You guys make me fall in love with your platform every day, more and more. Every single day. Kit, what's up, girl?
3: Hey.
7: Um, I love hearing about the new innovations um that is to be talked about within the cosmos ecosystem and technologies as a whole. Um I loved what Patrick was t- discussing about the bandwidth. Um as of October 25th FCC and um um a notice of uh information NOI was issued in increasing the standard bandwidth time frames of um that that's basically needed um <clears throat> such as the The user base of entry for TCP IP um, for how many megabytes on uh, a standard level, such as people in Africa, is at four megabytes per second versus people here in the States at 25 megabytes of um, high speed bandwidth broadband. Um, In this case, we need a better uh, modality of entry. Um, Increasing speed of bandwidth also means we have to solve the problem of network bloating Uh, packet packet bloating, uh, which means how are we going to, um, reduce the, the latency time in measurement, um, uh, with growing technical communities. So with that ideal, you know, that just got my brain working, but, um, <clears throat> I stay quiet to listen more, um, on what the actual uh, reference point was with the Astrovault and Jackal protocol, the problems that the protocol itself is going to solve, and what ecosystem that it pertains to. Um, I love uh, trying to work more into a finite state because these are the conversations and the theoreticals that need to be uh, resolved in the smaller ecosystems to extend outward. Um, Eric, uh, your last statement referring to um hmm, I forgot what the the verbiage, the verbatims was associated to, but in the contract being written into. Um, I wanted to know more if you were more or less referencing to like uh in the, the particular blockchain um into a hash rate if the utilization of people's like NFTs and contracts, if those informations we were going you're referring to being the blockchain itself storage as a DB. Are we referring to um, the the archive hash rate to be like a P, uh, PKI to reference to the actual data?
4: Neither. Um, our solution will like as part of the contract iteration will like make a log of like you did this, and we'll like have different templates of like you sold, you bought, you did whatever else, and it's stored inside your own wallet permit, um, which nobody really outside of secret network is using and we're not, we didn't even use them when we were on secret network. Um, but specifically it will like, yeah, store it, um, basically in a, in a hot way, um, based on your wallet, where it's like not cash it's on your browser. Nobody else has the information. Most people could get it from Mintscan if they really knew what they were doing. Um, but it just makes it a lot easier. Um, like you don't like it, it kind of preloads the information, um, in a different place. Um, that's just accessible by you.
7: I like it, I like it. um it what-
4: raises gas like a tiny amount because it's just doing one more thing in computation, um but it's really nominal
7: yeah i, I completely get uh, what you're doing, um utilizing the blockchain uh, in a way to make things more secure um I, you know, referencing back to what Patrick was saying on um latency, or he wasn't saying latency, I'm saying latency, um one of the. Questions I have for the team is as more users are entering into the ecosystem um, until broadband is increased, um, we still have the same issue of congestion co- collapse um, which can do um, <clears> the <throat> the stream, the resolution, the interruption, um, the buffering, you know, quote unquote for. Uh, usability with adding one extra layer to how people do uh, their encapsulation for their own security sake Um, how would you plan on solving this later on down the road
2: like from a bandwidth for protocols in general in the cosmos ecosystem or like bandwidth like when retrieving files from jackal or like for the storage providers and the validators
7: uh from jack uh, receiving, um, which would be like um, your network would be experiencing persistence uh, induced delays, um, <clears throat> anything over like two hundred and fifty milliseconds in that yeah, state.
2: Of course, of course. um like for for Jacko, when you retrieve a file from our protocol, it's really kind of depends on the like our bottleneck isn't really kind of the the protocol directly. It's the actual machine that the storage providers are running which is interesting. So like our hot storage layer um, is, is really kind of dependent on like what machine and how far away from you they are uh, that kind of be in the bottleneck. And from there, usually most of our storage providers are in data centers. So the bottleneck is often more than not. It's actually the end users internet, but congestion on the protocol level from like transactions per second and like that bandwidth that's like kind of being incurred by the validators The way that we're looking to scale that is we can do Jackal in a weird way where we can kind of go hub and spoke model. Um, Where I know Marston's put a lot of thought into this, and I wouldn't do it justice by explaining it, but it's kind of going hub and spoke on the Jackal protocol for scalability of the storage layer. So you can have like a subnet on Jackal that's just like really, really hot storage with just SSDs. You can have like a cold storage or glacier storage subnet on Jackal. So we can fragment it that way. Um, But looking at like bandwidth as as a whole in the Cosmos ecosystem and downtime, we don't really see that that much. Even when Terra Luna collapsed, we did a really, really good job. IBC still stands the test of time for that. And since every application, uh, most like applications in Cosmos um, kind of end up being their own chain. So kind of uh, having that horizontal scalability rather than vertical scalability lets us sidestep a lot of the issues that Solana might get or uh, ethereum might get or l2s might get in general
7: well thank you patrick um i'm just throwing out questions just because i got called out um i don't know nothing no it's all good it's all
2: good no they're really important questions and uh we usually don't get these technical questions at all which is really important
7: yeah sometimes i overstep boundaries um but yeah this these are problems that every chain ends up having in general um you have given some thought into it and Unfortunately, um, to uh, um, to overcome it is it sounds like you still have um, highly variable, unpredictable uh, uh, network performance based off of sporadic slowdowns and speed ups. But it's not just you; it's specific to hardware specifics, which is completely understandable. Um, so, uh, you know, cheers! Here's to the future and getting. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. It's it's pretty cool stuff. At the end of the day, and the, the the rate that we're progressing and the beautiful nature of Cosmos in general is every blockchain doesn't like like if I was building it like on Solana, for example, and I need like a specific upgrade for my application to have a better user experience or have like better bandwidth, um, I'd be forced to like wait or contribute to like Solana's codebase to like get that update done. The cool thing about Cosmos app chains is in theory, we can really do anything locally to our own app chain to make sure that we have the best user experience possible, right? Like if we wanted to remove Tendermint and jam in like one of those like Narwhal and Tusk, like from Aptos and Sui and what those guys are using, um, that's, it'd be really annoying and difficult to do, but that's entirely doable and it wouldn't affect anyone else outside of like our own application, which is pretty fascinating in that sense. So the, the ability for us to like move really really fast and, and ship upgrades relative to the needs of a specific application is pretty special um, in this ecosystem. This is why we chose the tech stack: is we have a we have our own sovereign chain, and we don't have to uh, wait for anyone else to do things. And we and when you have like a deep tech startup like Jekyll, for example, um, where we have so many risk factors to begin with, with all the different like. All every single one of like the dimensions that we have from like the storage layer to the validator network to IBC to Tendermint consensus to our own blockchain modules at its core, adding another risk of relying on a third party team to uh, to do like ship an upgrade that like we need for us to have a better user experience is is not great. Like we those are one of the risks that we can control, and having that kind of sovereignty for your application is super important in my opinion. And that's kind of why uh, that's why we we love where
1: we build. This is a great, great question, kid. You're never overstepping in my space. Just so you know, if I invite you up here, kid, you fucking blast them off all you want. Absolutely love them. Um, speaking about progression, uh, and not to pivot, but I'm I'm known to pivot uh, back to Erica. Eric. You guys, I just saw Asheville put out, and I linked it up there, uh, but I had to also link. Patrick's uh, recent post as well with his uh, metrics, but going back to yours, if you guys want to swipe up there in the nest, you just made an announcement saying that you guys have uh, again, partnered up and, and and, uh, are making, you know, crazy leaps forward. What's this all about? Tell us about this, this announcement.
4: Uh, Yeah. So we just, obviously we've been doing a ton of listings. We had two yesterday with empower and Levana Um, today. It's not just the listing. Uh, with Plank, where we now have you know about three hundred thousand dollars worth of liquidity, uh, but the fact that they seeded our protocol-owned liquidity with hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth of Plank, uh, and this is going to follow a similar model to the deal that we ended up making with Archway after Prop Thirty Three didn't go through, uh, where basically it's a loan to to be repaid in axv to their token holders right now our only airdrop was to astrovault users and jackal stakers jackal stakers because they earned a shit ton of our axv airdrop and they were like cool give it to the community props to you patrick that was an awesome decision appreciate it i know your community appreciates it um but other than that like we're not giving airdrops for free we're making sure that we get something for the protocol for it and most Dexes give out incentives and they don't earn anything back from it. <laughs> and so they they spiral you guys know my thoughts on why Dexs suck and why we built a different model. Um, but whereas they you know rent liquidity to sit there, they earn nothing from it. We kind of rent to own where yeah, we pay out incentives, but we're earning the token. Look how much jackal we have, look how much arch we have, um, a rent to own model. and it's faster for us if we could spend upfront for the liquidity, and then we no longer have to pay for it. And that's kind of what these POL for airdrop um, proposals are. So we're totally open to doing it for more groups, uh, stoked that the Plank Foundation leaned into us, had a call, they're not happy with the, how they've been serviced on osmosis, we get that a lot. Um, and we're like, yeah, we can pay you guys for your liquidity. But I mean, if you tune in right now and you see the new pools, it's like, oh, the AXV Plank pool has 25% APR, the X Plank pool has 15% APR. Like all of the emissions, like until other people join the pool, all of the emissions that we're giving out are earned by the P.O.L. All of them are burned. So the more of the liquidity that we own ourselves, the more of the expenses aren't real expenses. If we had 100 percent of the liquidity and we owned it ourselves, then all of the emissions we give out are burned and then we're only making revenue. Um, So it's it it helps us with initial distribution, um, but also long term, it's a much better. Model for us where, like, we actually it takes us so long to earn $120,000 worth of plank if it was just sitting there, and we would have had to spend more for that to earn that eventually than just paying upfront for it in a way that activates the community that gets us more users. So, we're stoked for this deal. I know they're stoked for it as well. We'll have a lot of co marketing coming up, and we're hoping to be able to pull this off with more ecosystems.
1: I'm hoping you guys pull it off with more ecosystems. I'm hoping that more, uh, how do I say this? More places that I'm involved in start fucking paying attention. Uh, <laughs> just, I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to say it guys. I'm just going to be real. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. Right. Um, no, absolutely. I fucking, I love it, man. I feel like every single day I see a new announcement from both of you guys, from Jackal and from you, uh, or from your guys' teams, respective teams. I, I'm sorry. your guys, what you guys are working on. You guys are, it's a team, right? It's not just you guys. It's a team. Um, But yeah, man, it's like a flurry of busyness. Uh, And to go back to what we were originally talking about, right, Patrick? You guys have just been just busy, busy bees, man. Absolutely love it. Um, But yeah, hey, so before I forget, though, Patrick, uh, and while I both have you guys up here, uh, I would love to have you guys as, not to put you on the spot, but as sponsors for the NFT National Event. You know, I I reached out to Eric before. Uh, Kid was actually there. Eric was there last year and was our sponsor. But uh, would love, you know, Cosmos Joe, he's not here anymore and I are putting it on uh, and would love, I think, I think obviously it's, it's a no brainer for me. I think it's a perfect fit, but would love to have you guys on uh, just to spread the word, just to get more exposure and just to really create community and growth um, within. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But I understand you guys are busy, so don't, no. I, I get it. From
2: us, also, first and foremost, asking to close the deal on the call. Love it.
1: <laughs> Put that's him best. on the spot.
2: I know, I know. You have to have the deal signed on the call before you leave. That's, uh, that's Jaden's motto. Jaden's listening right now. He's our growth guy on our team, but uh, <laughs> all time. All time. You had us last year. You'll have us this year. Jaden, I guess we're going to Nashville, dude.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, there you <laughs> go. Hey, it's the, big, it's the Bitcoin. If you guys are into Bitcoin, it's the Bitcoin conference uh, week as well. We're trying to do it at the same time. Oh, cool. So, right? Cool. double whammy that'll be nice um yeah for sure we'll be there uh, when is it november uh july right july unless they moved it hold on i don't want to be wrong about this actually let me look it up i thought it was at 26 the weekend of the 26 let me see yeah
2: we'll, we'll we'll
4: support it we'll be there
1: nice nice eric you guys coming back up here again right our- yeah,
4: yeah, we're, we're sponsoring. Uh, I mean, we already have the NFT integrations built out. It's just a matter of rolling out the UI and choosing when to do it and, and like seeing where we're all to participate because we're friends with Sargaze or friends with Archway when we're doing this, some stuff. So we'll probably do both to some capacity. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's going to be a perfect time for us to make partnerships with whoever wants boosted APR for their NFTs. And we, we should even have some brick and mortar business partners uh, lined up with like our, our business to business loyalty NFT system as well that... Has the NFTs actively um, yield farming on Astrovault, which we're super stoked about. So yeah, we're we're sponsoring. We're doing some cool NFT shit.
1: So is there any? Um, I know you kind of just alluded to it, and you know, you know, if you if you not ready for um, any updates, but I am. You know, is it Quantum Club? I'm still like really. Is there anything you could tell us more about? You know what? Maybe some people are anticipating or expecting. Before that,
2: uh, Eric, I got to drop guys, but really, oh, really cool, cool. great, really great being here. Thanks for having me up. Yep.
1: Patrick, anytime, man. Anytime, bud. Anytime you're doing paperwork, just hit, holler at me. We'll do a space.
4: <laughs> Always great to hear from you, Patrick. Congrats on the success, man. Let's keep it rolling.
1: Choo-choo. Choo-choo. It's, uh, 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 before he leaves, it is, uh, oh, well, he left. It's the July 25th to the 27th. That's the Bitcoin conference.
4: Oh, well, in that case, no, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. Uh, <laughs> about quantum club, we're I mean, we've got it like I, I know Steph and them will have been like working on the art. I love you guys. I, I don't care about the art for NFTs in general. Um, I guess I care a little bit about it. I'll never buy a bad kid because I think it looks dumb. Sorry, I think the guy who made it is awesome. I, I don't care. I don't like it. Uh, but in general, I only care about the utility for NFTs. Um, and that's what I'm stoked about, how we have built so much and we get to just throw it all to Quantum Club. We really want to see what Archway builds out um, for <laughs> for how close we are with them in the ecosystem. Obviously, um, it, it is a little bit weird, but we don't really know what all is coming into their new upgrade, just that it's supposed to lead to... Um, some kind of really cool um, gas abstraction type stuff. Um, and we would like to do different types of tiers, like where maybe like if you have our NFT, you never have to pay gas on Astro stuff like that. Um, so we're trying to find out what all utility we can give it and how we can customize it, um, as well as if that can work general purpose, like if we do NFTs on Stargaze or if we do them on Archway, like we're still pretty up in the air. Um, we're just building out of the utility, but we'll announce like once we have the full vision lined up and we can market all the benefits we're going to give to it, at least in the first couple months, um, and have some more traction. Yeah, we'll we'll have plenty of announcements. It's still coming. Bro,
1: as much as I want and I'm hoping to do uh, as far as activity and transactions on your platform, if you're telling me I'll never pay gas because <laughs> I'm owning an FC, give me it. Give me it now.
4: Never pay, never pay gas. Get perpetual boosted governance power and independent governance of other stuff. Like, there's so much cool shit we could do. Uh, we also don't know if we just want to sell them through outpid, like, because we we can. <laughs> so we're. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, Output we'll dude. We can go on and on about Outbid is such an it's such an amazing product uh, that you guys have on your guys's platform. And uh, you know, being being a uh, a fly on the wall, which I'm in many places, just quietly watching a lot of times. Uh, I've seen the conversations go on and on and on about outbid, man. It's it's. I, I'm really. I saw your post too. I don't know if you want to share, it, but I, I I saw your post where you shared your thoughts about outbid and uh, Astrovault as a platform, and I really appreciated it, man. I was like, man, I I really like. I love it, right? Um, but man, I yeah. Um, holly Folly, what's up, man? Holly Folly. Holy. Holy. holy, yeah, holy. I'm sorry. Why I was here?
3: Oh man, I'm at it here. I didn't even know I was at it, man. I'm driving oh. my car. Got a little rainstorm going here in uh, Toronto area. So, man, I was just happy to hear all that. Like that, that whole. Uh, astro vault nft thing got me buzzing man like we're uh, working on the guppy yuppies nfts uh, as part of ash dow and we're getting utility we're working with a whole bunch of different groups and uh it just made me think like wow there's there's so much that can be done with nfts and i, I love that astro Vault is thinking of you know doing it with the outbit. or i'm wondering like eric are you open to like you know people giving certain traits in the collection uh you know some type of staking on astro vault or from from stargaze or like what's what's what do you think about that like you opening up astro vault to some other nft collections eventually yeah we're gonna open
4: it up to everybody and let the community decide what gets chosen our full idea how we expect this to play out which um is super hypothetical that being said i mean We've said how we expected all of AstroVaul's rollout to go, and uh it, it is. <laughs> we do know what we're talking about. Um it like we can make them definitively valuable to the point where like whales who are LPing, like if you they get boosted APR for this NFT, like at some cost basis, like it's more profitable for them to purchase this NFT, even if it's just for a month, that they're going to make another hundred dollars that month from the LP position, and the NFT costs sixty bucks. So that drives like a ton of secondary sales from stuff like this. Uh, not to mention the activation campaign, the additional support that um. We, I mean, why wouldn't an NFT group want the additional utility that we can build in uh, to them? And at that point, it is basically an opportunity cost, a, a bidding war, where we only choose our friends or um or whoever bids the most, really. So uh, we expect like groups to be like, hey, we want to partner with you guys. We want this and this. We want these pools. We'll give you guys 10% of the royalties um, to your protocol on liquidity. Stuff like this, where we get compensated for the additional utility that we bring, and we can do that in perpetuity. Um, where like this is an additional revenue form of cash flow that we're not actually spending more from. We're not creating more incentives to go to those pools. We're just tinkering with the reward weights a little bit and making more revenue for doing it, while giving co-marketing opportunities, while allowing to showcase off other projects and like showing preference to the strong partners and liquidity partners that that we're set up with. So um, yeah, it, it should eventually be additional revenue, and we can and will partner with whoever and whatever um, that sets up AstroVault the best way we can.
3: Man, that's sick! I love it. And I had a question for you, Tank. Kind of related to something you said earlier. Still AstroVault related. Um, You kind of alluded to like some of the things you're working with. You wish they'd get to see what's going on. We all went through the. I don't know, the pain of hearing some of the debate happen with uh, Eric and AstroVault through some of the, you know, some of the characters can in Juno. You <laughs> um, Okay, yeah, so I got really upset with it, right? So what I'd like to ask you is, like this is one of my thoughts, and I, and maybe I'm, you know, I just wanna be careful, but um, I, I love the council, I'm glad there's a council, I'm not sure all council people are pro AstroVault or not, I don't know, like, but my question is, like, as a Juno community member, obviously I respect the council, but like what do you think about people going hey i want to put up a a prop as a community member saying let's get asherville deal going here we go uh, do we need to ask the council nope. cuz i feel nope. it's like the, the community the whole can point do whatever the, community community the fuck they vote.
1: want to do the community can put up a, a proposal and if the, the vast majority of the uh, the network sides with that community member guess what's happening it's a, a different...
3: so let me ask you a further question a little more direct uh if one of us do that or if we say hey tank why don't you do that maybe that's a little too much but uh how's that cause for you guys on the council? Like say, say someone put up a prop and then are you supposed to not support it or talk about it because the council hasn't talked about it? Or I just like, I just wondering how that works. Cause I feel like this might be the way like, let's get up. Let's get yeah, going. Um,
1: the, the iron's hot. Let's yeah. Break. I can only speak for myself, right? Like uh, to be honest with you, like, and I don't want to make this into a genome thing, but it is kind of like, it, it, I guess it's not, it's an Astroball team. Cause you know, if you guys don't know, like I've been kind of pro, not kind of, I've been very pro with the idea of like getting some liquidity over there, uh, on AstroVault, like for a very long time. Um, and so like, I'm not going to try to hide that or or like, you know, whatever, but with the, with the council and with the sub DAOs, um, it is, it's a growing pain, right? It's a lot of gray areas. For me, the the rule that I've taken is, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be as ethical as possible with the role that I've, um, accepted. Uh, and so uh whenever like a thought process for myself has come uh up in my tiny smooth brain, like I try to be forthcoming with it at all times so that my peers that are on the council, not just the operations, but like everybody, uh can kind of like I don't mind them nitpicking it, right? Like I'm I'm not I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to over overstep myself. I'd rather everybody be all in than everybody uh, you know, be fighting up a stream. Uh you know, like I want it to make sense. Um, and, and sometimes like, even if it doesn't make sense for those people, you know, not that I'm trying to convince them to make make sense, but I would like to like inform them that like, Hey, it actually does kind of like make sense and have them realize it on their own, because that's just a lot more sustainable and easier for, in my opinion, for, for everybody and every, everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, to what, go back to your saying, like, I think that that's, that's fine. Like somebody could do that. And I think, you know, it, it it's just, it is what it is, um, for somebody like myself to put a proposal like i i honestly i want to do it i wanted i've been trying to work on uh how to do it the best possible way to where i'm not going to get a lot of uh uh flack for doing it and it would make more sense to everybody as a group than it would not right so recently uh and this is you know i'll give a lot of credit to eric i've 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 gone. right my wife is trying to call it between ashtavolt uh and Juno. Uh, and trying to like really figure out like what's, what's the actual pros and cons? What's the nitpicks here and there between everything that people are actually having a problem with and what do they really want to see? Uh, and what has led me down uh, as far as the path goes is it's now led me down this path where recently we found where a lot of uh, liquidity has been deployed recently uh, and, and then being controlled on multi-sigs uh, are not really doing us either financial good and or social good uh, just seeing where they are. Uh, And you guys, I don't know if you guys have come up, you know, to the Discord because governance and Discord and talking is very tiresome. Um, But I've brought up a conversation for Juno to where for certain props, uh, we have the ability right now to wrangle back control of these multi-sigs, which they should be per the governance, per the verbiage and the governance and the proposals. It should be under community control from the Juno network. Uh, And right now, currently, it's unfortunately not. Um, and it's also like Eric has said many times sitting in a position, whether it's on wind or osmosis, that's not doing us any financial benefits right now. We could redeploy just portions of it, uh, in, in other, and in, you know, if you want to read between the lines, go ahead, go for it. But like not just Asheville, but other places that will do us more social and financial benefit than what they are doing for us right now. Um, and so finding that out, there's, um, as they say, many different ways to skin a cat. Don't come at me, Peter, it's just a saying. Um, but that's the direction that I'm taking right now. I'm trying to get that uh, issue tackled first and then maybe uh, put forth a proposal, uh, you know, to spark that initiative to get some liquidity on over to, to Asheville, to cede some liquidity on over to Asheville. I wish it was done a lot sooner rather than now because it would have been better. But, you know, it is what it is. And, and you know... So yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a political tightrope. It's a fucking weird game that you have to walk sometimes. But I'm trying my best to walk it.
3: Yeah, that's that was my concern is that somehow by being part of the council, you would lose your rights as a regular like member of the community that can just put up a prop. Because I get there's some political sides to it, but in the end, each of you guys should be able to you know put out things that you believe in, even if. Even if there's not a majority on the council, like it'd be like, maybe there's a majority in the community and the end community rules. That's the whole Juno thing. And so um, I'm just glad to hear. Yeah. Obviously taking it through. Um, I definitely have some ideas of another, you know, I, I feel like there's at least two groups that we can immediately partner with. I know that even some of our, like I was hearing some of our vesting, like was still with core one, even though it was supposed to be stripped, but it just kept it's, going well, and it was like, well, what's well, going well, on?
1: To buy Uh technical like in everything. We need to take action. That's one of the things I've been saying for a long time. We need to take action to where, you know, he stepped away that by, by everything that's been written and expressed in the past, that shouldn't be still there. Like that should be done with already.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just hoping we can move some of that, get it productive. And then some of the other discussions can happen later, but why not like make some of these strategic partnerships? Like we're seeing, like, like you said, every day Astro, Astro is making these new deals. Trudeau could have done this a long time ago and already been way ahead. But I mean, that's that's water under the bridge. But let's move forward. And I, I personally would love to see some key members just step up and and start moving. I don't want to wait for the council to debate it for five months and then you know like <laughs> maybe I maybe that's just you know me. Hey, and, hey guys, feel can like you give me a
1: favor, Holly? Can you carry this conversation for me for a second? I got somebody at my door give me five minutes if you guys kit eric yeah cool. yeah uh, we,
4: we were told most recently uh in the like juno discord uh, they didn't tell it to us but we saw it and we engaged um that like they're so glad that they didn't take that horrible deal for master vault like it was so bad that archway rejected it archway reject regrets rejecting it if you guys like follow what happened uh archway yeah they changed yeah. prop 33 what they had to do to get the same deal was give our team 1.2 million arches as um like, as core contributors, which was well-deserved by my team. I already personally have Arch. I was their tokenomics guy for nine months. Um, but now, like, my core team, who has been core contributors of Archway, who hasn't been getting paid, now they've got Arch2, align us with the ecosystem, great. And then they had to do the loan deal. Like, we took off the table the original deal that we had said, and they did the loan to be repaid in AXV deal, where they gave us 500 k worth of Arch, so a little bit less, to be repaid two months later in AXV. If you track what happened with the prices from everything that we did and said, they're now getting a lot less of an airdrop because they didn't take our deal and had to pay us more to do it. The deal that we had offered Juno was like, just as if you look at what happened with the prices at this point, like uh, what we offered was more than six X what we were asking for from Juno and still no funding to actually go and build a usable application on Juno. We knew that we were offering far too good of a deal and got treated like crap by people who don't know what they're talking about. So, like, I, I am a community member. I don't try to, like, you know, whip it out to compare. But, like, I, I I really am an expert in these regards. I do, like, I don't negotiate when I buy a car. I offer a great deal that is completely within their realm. They won't make 500 bucks on my deal, but they'll make 200 and I'll sign immediately. And sometimes I have to fight and negotiate for eight hours to get the exact deal I offered. I don't offer bad deals. Um, and they should have taken it.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, and I would say, Eric, like, I hope that you see now that that was some vocal voices and maybe even some prominent air quote people but in in the community like that wasn't who was elected like the people who were elected were pro the astro vault deal but you know like the the people got the most votes so i would say like i you know I, i think you know this like it's not personal from the Juno community i'm glad that we can finally see that now and then and recognize okay that hopefully that voice is not as I'd say un, unduly weighted as it as it was at that time because the the Chito community is a lot bigger than the Discord community, right? And it's kind of I, I hope that you see that now. Like, there's a lot of people who uh, are pro uh, doing some of these deals, and hopefully we get one. Like you said, it won't be as good as it could have been. So it's uh, it's. Uh, it's some people's fault, but uh, hopefully now we'll have a place where we can move forward and have a productive relationship. And I, I think that's like what would be best for everyone. I think that you agree with that. Yeah,
4: I, I think that Archway has noticed and a lot more people are noticing. It's always going to be cheapest to meet us where we're at rather than where we're going. Like, we have a killer roadmap. We have a killer team. We are going to keep producing. We are going to keep absolutely slaying it. Um, we've been underestimated for far too long. I think people are finally starting to get it. When have we ever launched something that didn't work? When have we ever launched something that wasn't smooth? <laughs> when have we ever launched something that ever failed? Like we we know what we're doing. We're going to keep killing it. Um, and the faster you guys jump on the train, the better. I, I do love the Juno community. I love that there is a real organic community. I love Ray Raspberry and the dedication to transparency. That's how we choose to operate. Sure, we don't have things open source. We have legitimate business reasons for not. But we're still like the most real open source team of anything. We'll tell you exactly the numbers. We'll tell you exactly whatever transaction is for. Um, So it's, (laughs) you know, the ball's in everyone else's court. Whoever wants to partner with us, great. Plank wanted to partner with us. Within a couple days, they sent us 120k to our POL. They're like, this is a great opportunity. We're all in. They're going to get damn rewarded for it. And we're going to be great, strong partners with them.
3: Well said, man. And don't get me started on the open source stuff. Because in the end, I think... Juno is really. I, I know they, they trumpet it. Some some members of the community trumpet it as like the hallmark. But to me, it's actually screwed Juno on many occasions. We've we've lost a lot of IP and and uh, you know possibilities because uh, people just yoink it and take it and then they they improve it but under uh, closed code. So why would we do that? But that's a whole other uh, ideological kind of conversation. But uh, yeah, to me, like the fact that you're you're not open source should not have anything to play with. Like let's make money, Juno. So and and there's a good partner here who has. Proven
1: track record. All right, I'm back. What are we talking about now?
3: We just all agreed that Astro Vol and Juno should make a deal, I think. <laughs> and everyone agreed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Your mother, Trebek. Your mother. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite. There was favorites.
4: great rejoicing.
1: <laughs> that, that Saturday Night Live uh, skit with uh, uh, Sean Connery. What was it? Oh, who played that? with Sean Connery and, and, uh, and uh, Trebek, the best. Your mother.
7: Oh, Norm Norman. Norman, yes, are... yes. Oh, my God. You
1: guys are fucking killing yes. it
3: today. I love it. Both of those guys are great Canadians. Norm MacDonald and you back. So thank
7: you. <laughs> Didn't Norm pass away? It's past tense.
3: Yeah, both it, of them actually. It, you're right. We're great yeah, Canadians. Now you're bringing thank me you.
1: down. Don't do that.
4: Damn hey, it. Actually, guys, I, I got to run. The awesome space as always. Have a blast. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Uh, thanks, man. I'll talk to you later, bud. I uh, appreciate
7: the conversation pieces and the special guests that come in on a regular basis. So I guess it doesn't make it a special guest, but it just makes the space every special. Yeah, time. You're
1: just as special as anybody else. And so are you, Holy. So are you. Um, yeah, I guess I could I could keep going for a little. <laughs> I forgot that we had those sound bits. <laughs> we could keep going and talk about it. I, I did want to pick everybody else's brain. Uh, you know, I know we had Patrick and I know we had Eric up here. Uh, which a lot of people have been wanting to talk to them or pick their brains because not only their tokens, but their protocols and their platforms are doing really, really well. Uh, so again, congrats to them. Um, really enjoyed having them on. But you know, this was originally the good, the bad, the ugly uh, Cosmos space, right? And there's a lot more things happening in the Cosmos ecosystem uh, currently right now uh, that are very, very interesting to me. Uh, so I wouldn't mind actually picking everybody else's brain and kind of talking to you guys about you know, uh the the cryptocito video about Atone or atom one or however how do you how do you guys say that? Atone? Is it I guess Atone?
3: Yeah, I'd be a yeah, like the atonement. Yeah. T- exactly, exactly.
1: Holly, are you are you getting uh fuck, what do I keep on saying, Holly? Holly, are you guys getting any? That's all good.
3: Yeah, I got some. because, uh, 'cause I'm you know, I'm a secret Jay fan uh, on the side. A lot of people you know he's controversial, but I think he's a genius. And so, like when it comes to tokenomics and stuff, and even just the governance stuff, I, yeah. So I, I, uh, I, I got some, but I don't know if my validator That's did. Dangerous, but, uh, right?
1: Like I, I'm right there with you though. I'm secretly a Jay fan, but like not secretly because I'll come out and say it to people, but some people are like, he's fucking nuts. And all this other like, so what? Uh, don't throw uh, stones if you live in a glass house. Like we're all pretty fucking nuts, right? We all got our issues, but I do think he's a, he's a smart cookie, bro. He's a smart cookie. So, yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, he has that Stanford video that
3: I think people posted. I really enjoyed it. I went and I watched, watched it. I was like, wow, thing.
1: man. I gave it to my I'm crush. right there with him, dude. Yeah, me too.
3: Yeah, I agree. Like, there's, I, I think with this whole no lang uh gnolang or whatever Land, like it's gonna be kind of a cool opportunity. I, and I like the forks and stuff. And I would say I think he does he is still trying to protect Adam. Like I don't think he's people are thinking he's bailing on Adam. I think he wants Adam still to be valuable. He just had a different vision. And and then the last like not the last one but the, the uh the Adam one conversation I posted it. Like Sonny came in and him and Sonny had a long kind of debate about Adam and its nature as money or not. And it was really informative. It kind of shows you the two visions. Um I know that Jay is kind of like strongly uh worried about the kind of what he calls the stride party. He thinks that there's kind of been a bit of a takeover. And I just like balance. I don't like any group to be in total
1: control. But I so yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's my own take though. So Kit, what about you? How do you feel about a tone? A tone.
7: Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was Damn just scared at the distance. Um I don't have any uh feedback are you not going to get conversations any stations referring to it no
1: no wait no. no wait are you like no. i'm not saying are you not gonna buy, wait I, I guess i should say this like it's so funny because i automatically assume that a lot of people because we talk about cosmos that like a lot of people stake adam which i'm admittingly an idiot for thinking that because a lot of people don't stake adam and that are in the cosmos ecosystem
7: i do stake adam um i keep uh i haven't changed the amount
1: so wait did you not vote did you stake... not vote throughout all of that craziness
7: i read through it and i abstained
1: wait did
3: it that means you got some if you voted no or abstain then you got some gov no yeah, right I was now gonna say, you're, which you're is so gonna dense? be the governance governor's topo. Yeah. Yeah. If you voted yes, you don't, but if you voted abstain or if you voted no, you'll get what well, right now the token that dropped is gov uh, no gov gen. So it's original governance for Adam One. It's its own token and then Adam One will it's drop like that. after if that. Just but did yeah, vote you would yes. you're you're gonna 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 be in your world.
7: Yeah, I did. I just did abstain. Um yeah. I did but I don't pay attention too much of I'm such a horrible cosmos ecosystem degen I'm not a degen I just sit in here yes I interact but like all these extra plays and crap I just sit and linger and I don't I don't jump off the fence post I just stay on my fence post with some binoculars from afar watch all the world burn and hype happen and come to crash and so if I happen to get something for my interaction good if not I don't care
3: well it's not gonna be worth anything. It's just gonna be a governance token, the first one. And then you will for a tone as well. You get it afterwards. But right what dropped today was the, the governing token. So it won't be worth it. You can't even trade it. You won't be allowed to send it to another wallet. It's like literally you have the right to vote on Adam One's future, but you can't it, it does nothing it, else. Which is kind of interesting. did you
1: yeah. did you have to go anywhere to get it or did it just drop? Uh, it dropped, but to see it,
3: uh, you have to go to the GitHub, and then it starts to start connect to your wallet and stuff. So it's airdropped to you, but in order to see it, I don't know what the, the contract adage is. I just went, uh, I was on the Discord, and then clicked on some buttons, and it kind of automatically added it to my Kepler. But it'll be in your Kepler now.
1: <laughs> and, you click, and then just uh-huh. clicked on some buttons. <laughs>
3: so. Well, it's on their, I it's on their GitHub, the right? Well, because I actually had to click a lot of buttons because I my computer died. I had to redo all of my test nets. Actually, so it, it's a it's a test net token. I think right now the go so. Oh, yeah. okay. So
7: it's
1: just faucet. Gotcha. Uh, okay, <laughs> so I'm not in a I'm not in a rush right now. It's fine.
3: So I had a question yeah. for you guys. Did you guys get on the Nibiru uh, bandwagon? Because tomorrow I think there's going to be a Nibiru airdrop for Cosmos, which I wasn't really that well like spoken about in Cosmos. But there's like five hundred thousand
1: followers no, on their that's on their bo- that's botted dude there's not even five hundred thousand fucking people like what it's because I think it's kind of
3: connected to the ETH world but it's on cosmos so like I know throw and a bunch of the airdrop people put it out there so a lot of airdrop farmers are all over it. It definitely um, yeah it probably is it yeah. too though.
7: those stupid airdrop it just disgusts me i'm sorry i mean there's legitimate um groups that have airdrops but like with juno is if you have an airdrop soci- associated with like liquidity pools and um you know that's token gated within a DAO system that's fine but just to airdrop to airdrop any any joe small henry jack whatever can go ahead and just make up an account have themselves heavily bodied come in and just tried to take the, cr- the claim and the same thing with uh people that snipe from liquidity pools themselves they freaking pull the money out and you and what, by um draining the pool you don't see a price difference between the value of the actual token itself and then everybody's screwed because they're locked in um yeah. it, i it's just so backwards Sorry, my change is over.
3: Uh, I like I like what you said about the liquidity pools. I do, and, and airdrops can be like that, but sometimes you get some juicy ones. Like we did the Guppy airdrop, and people were getting like three thousand dollars and stuff. But, so it depends on how it's done. But I hear what you're saying. There's definitely danger.
1: Hell yeah! Um, but this the bureau seems like it's heavily VC. So I'm wondering about that. But, I I didn't. To go back to your original question, though, I didn't get it. Like I I have not been really been paying attention so well
3: it comes up tomorrow i think so i was just what wondering was the, but there was all these things did you have to like
1: manually claim it or something like that dude they're, they're i i get it like i but i just want to go yeah. back to like just just airdrop it damn it don't make me do all these fucking things i get it but god dang it will you just airdrop it to me
3: <laughs> i like the missions but then i like to airdrop after i do them
1: yeah like dude ah, oh, like you know um. I think I was telling Homestead this. Like I was said I, I thought for the longest time, like I just for whatever reason didn't get uh the 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 DYM airdrop and stuff like that. But like I just didn't register. I think I think it was one of them where I just didn't register. And I was like, what the I kept telling myself I was gonna come back to it, never did it. And that I promise you would have been like a lot of money. A lot of money. But uh, whatever. Oh, sucks. it's hard man. to keep up yeah, with all of it, dude. Even with airdrops, one as like uh, my Twitter uh, handle that I go and check all the time. It's not mine, by the way. That came out weird. Um, but I, where do you guys go for like your up to date information on airdrops? I like airdrops one. Do you guys have somewhere else that you guys go?
3: Yeah, I like airdrops one. Cosmo Pug has one. I like. Uh, uh, was it airdrop Glide? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was exactly that it is, one. Yeah, he's a good one, man. He's a yeah. He keeps on top of things too. He's he's been growing, so I'll I'll send you the DM. Uh, I'll send you one, but yeah, Airdrop Glide is another one, I think, the, I forget what the rest
1: of it is, but yeah, if you type Airdrop Glide you'll Yeah, I them. used to do, I used to do Pug too um, I feel like but why did I stop, maybe like his uh, I feel like maybe at one point he wasn't updating or he she, him, I don't know, I'm assuming again uh, wasn't updating their their Airdrop section uh, as often as, the, as Airdrop 1's and that's why I stuck with Airdrop 1 so, they're both good though
3: yeah, I, I use them both. Right, Cosmos's plug is back better
1: now again, and so every once in a while
3: you'll find something that's on one or the other.
1: So I like the. Well, both. I just really liked it. he. He had the charts. He had the charts for everything that, again, I'm assuming he. Uh, they had the charts for like everything that you wanted in, in, in you know in, in Cosmos that was like low market cap and stuff like that, and I, and I appreciated that. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I gonna? I was gonna ask one more thing. Oh, to go back? No, to go back. I didn't want to ask. But to go back to you guys' conversation before that, by the way, I just figured out, I'm sorry, I'm kind of sidetracked. Uh, some girl came over to buy one of the rugs that, that uh, we're selling from that condo that we bought. It was like some, some designer put some god-awful stuff in there and we always like just buy new furniture and like furnish it ourselves and stuff like that. Anyway. You're rugging people, man? You're rugging people? No, the they world. rugged me, bro. Like my, so my wife was, been, was selling it to people. It's like this nice wool rug thing. Like legit, it's a huge one. Um, I hate those things cause they just like, they shed all over you. Um, and I had it in my, my lifting garage, my weightlifting garage outside, which is detached. That's why I had to excuse myself and go get it. Uh, but anyway, this younger girl, younger, maybe a little bit younger than me, uh, came to pick it up. And I was like, Oh, you know, I'll go get it here. Blah, blah, blah. She was like, it's for my sister. Uh, she said, she's already paid your wife and all this other stuff. And it's like where I live, where I live, like we don't have like those kind of people we don't really get scammed all too much. Uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, if, you, if you've already paid my, if she's already paid my wife, you, whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, just take this out of my damn lift, weightlifting garage. And this bitch, like, I, I, so I text my wife. and go, oh, she came and got it. And she goes, well, did she pay you? And I was like, well, she said she paid you. Ah, uh, maybe this is her. Hold on. Maybe this is her. Let me see. We're going to see if he goes
3: rugged on the it rug is, or not. Is. This Hold is Hold on, very... i right back. Yeah, you're not rugged.
7: Mm, cash needs to be in hand first before you make that statement.
3: <laughs> okay, well, I see Zeteller there. I just found out about a new coin I bought yesterday called Theta. I know it's not Cosmos, but I didn't even know about this thing. And it rocketed yesterday from, like, you know, early, low ones to, like, plus two. So I don't know if uh, Zeteller there wants to talk about Theta. I also see that we have Riz in the house, too. Is Riz in the house? You need to get some of these guys Atlases in the house.
7: I don't see him anymore.
1: Oh, he's gone. I see Riz. I see Riz. I'll try to get him up here. Hold on one second, guys. <laughs> well, isn't that nice? He said
3: that the, he doesn't usually get scanned there. And I guess he the neighborhood proved true. So, Kit, what are you buying these days? You got any uh, in, not investment advice?
7: I have so much not investment advice but i can't tell anybody about the not investment advice um i can say um got some stuff happening within the near future
3: Ooh, that's exciting do we just watch your twitter for that
7: uh no i'm not posting anything on my twitter
3: oh you're just making us all jealous
7: no if you know you know i just already told you what i actually was doing
3: all right all right i like it wow so what's uh what's the word here i think we got oh i see the teller there yeah man talk to me you don't you
7: don't have to put your hand up what's going on there yeah buddy
3: what's up hey uh how how y'all doing Good, Man, happy to talk yeah, to thanks. you. Yeah,
8: thanks. I appreciate it. Um, so just ahead of time, I am uh driving right now and I hit a few spots where I, I get bad reception, so I'll, I'll try to make this uh this quick. Um, so you, I heard you uh, I heard you talking about Theta. Um, so are you kind of wanting to know what exactly it is or 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 why are you why are you bringing it up? Just uh, just yeah, like I, I heard
3: it. Yeah, like i heard it's something to do with like it's going to give all the different streaming stations like disney and hulu and netflix and stuff i'd love to know like what's it about the coin and then how is it not going to get nailed by the authorities okay uh well
8: uh i i'm pretty sure it's not on coinbase yet <laughs> but um it's actually a san francisco-based uh company and what they do it's a, it's an infrastructure play they do a decentralized streaming So they're basically setting up um, nodes throughout the world. Um, You as an individual, uh, you can set up your computer or uh, they actually have, um, they're actually working with Samsung on the televisions. So you uh, hopefully in the future, you can use your Samsung television as well. So whenever you're not, uh, whatever bandwidth you're not using, you can actually use your device, uh, give it up to the world wide web, uh, to have that, <clears throat> excuse me, have that that streaming bandwidth being used, and you get rewarded T fuel for it. T fuel is is their uh, like their gas token. It's real liquid. It's it's really the mechanism token within their their whole system, um, and that's called T fuel. Theta is actually is the is the base layer token, um, and they actually have another one called T drop, which is um, focused more on the NFT side of things.
1: But Bro, uh, I almost the- bought a key to stream on Theta a long time ago. Is that right? Dude, they were like a thousand dollars back then. It was so hard to get a key. You either bought it or you had to like hit all these uh like prerequisites or whatever back then. But I thought it was a fan. I've been following Theta for a long time.
8: Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're and you're right. You had an um uh, part of uh, a requirement was like you had to have like initially it was like Twenty thousand uh, theta, yeah. and you know, with price going up, it was just you know, it was astronomical, and they ended up reducing that down like ten thousand. But yeah, still, it was it was uh, it was a high cost to kind of get in to begin with. Uh, but yeah, they're uh, they've got um, for whatever it's worth, they do attack the the industry a little bit different. Um, they are definitely doing a lot of patents. I'm going to say they might be on patent number seven, maybe on number eight right now with a few more in the pipeline. So, you know, with this, you know, they're, they're really trying to secure, they, I guess they really believe in what they're doing and just really trying to secure uh, this technology. So they absolutely in the background, they are working with, uh, you know, with people like uh, YouTube, um, Google, you know, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these same players that we see dealing with a lot of different, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, blockchains. But, uh, you know, we shall see where it goes. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Last run, it got up to about, I think, Theta got up to, like, $15, and maybe T-Fuel got up to, like, $4. Uh, so, yeah, and you can you can stake and, and all those fun things. So, I'm a fan.
1: I'm a fan, as you can probably tell. Kit has her hand up now. She wants to talk. I thought you just said we don't need her hand up. <laughs> no, damn it, Kit. You're a co-host. Just go at it.
7: No, no, no. I just made a new rule. You know, it's like a Sephie moment where I just keep my hand up when I'm just not uh, doing anything so oh. that, you know, I'm just absent. I'm AFK when my hand the is up. This ain't no damn okay? Sephie space. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. No, I like Sephie. Sephie's been putting yes. out a lot of uh, content when it comes to Zephyr and, and Link and all this other stuff. There's a lot of things uh, Seph and I actually agree upon. Um, so, yeah, I saw him. Mean, he was in here earlier, uh, probably. Probably went off to do his own space, though, or whatnot. <laughs> uh, to go back to, um, I love Theta, too, by the way. I, I really do. I've, I was always really interested in Theta. Uh, but, you know, uh, to go back before I lose my train of thought, Holly. Um, no, I think with Juno, I think it's, you're absolutely right. Anybody can do that. And also, there's, a, there's multiple different ways to kind of, like, approach that problem, too, right? Like, uh, without going to, but nobody, nobody really does this because nobody wants to be the sacrificial lamb. I'm thinking about maybe doing it somewhat, uh, but um, you could also like just you know bring that liquidity there yourself through a, maybe an NFT project that's dedicated to Juno. Um, <coughs> hint, hint. Uh, but
3: event yeah. sixteen, event sixteen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you could do stuff like that, right? Like you really could do that and start your own subgroup uh, within it without like if if people are sick of. You know, and this is me included in this conversation, but I'm just going to be real. Some people are not for governance, right? Some people don't want this charter thing. Some people want a centralized uh, one person entity or like a smaller group of people making the decisions quickly and and fast or quickly. I guess it's the same thing quickly and and, and efficiently. Right. Um, And if, you know, if you really do have the 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 fortitude uh, for what's happening with Juno, like. Theoretically, you could do that on your own, and maybe that does happen. I don't know.
3: That'd be pretty cool, man. But I'd be it'd be cool to have it also through the community. So, I, but I yeah, I, I really like that idea. That's a pretty uh, pretty slick. Yeah, move. I mean, I think
1: I think it'd be more ideal, obviously, to use what we already have uh, than people having to self sacrifice the whole entire time to make you know to make statements and improve points and stuff like that um but you know sometimes it just is what it is and you got to kind of adapt to the environment that you're in um not necessarily ideal but you could do that or somebody could do that just saying um yeah yeah well and i was wondering like what do you think about this
3: wind token the wind token just showed up and people's wallets. I mean, if there's a pool, it's not very much. It already went down a little bit, but I know the Mimaloom people were thinking about trying to get a Dow going and seeing if Juno is interested. Kind of interesting to see people trying to cross
1: chain, you know, with their own initiatives like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, man. Look, I think, I think any opportunity that presents itself for Juno, then this is just me speaking for myself, right? Like, like when you were saying this before, I have this, I have this conversation with myself a lot of the times uh, being a member uh, like that was elected, which is a huge difference, right? Like being elected versus like just being somebody that just gets put in a position where, because you're like a founder or like on the team or something like this, like just two different things, uh, at least in my opinion, but being elected, like I, I, I often sit there and wonder like, do, do I have every right to say things as a member? Uh, because I am a Juno, I'm a Juno holder. I've been, you know, advocating for Juno and I've been more a member than I've ever been a, a operations member, uh, you know, when it comes to Juno. So I, I feel like I have every right as a person speaking personally about this conversation, like I have every right to express myself, uh, you know, when it comes to that, but in order to make the charter have its best possible chance for success, Sometimes I wonder if I have to rein it in or I should rein it in, and not talk. There's been many times, if you haven't noticed recently that I've just been quiet. I've just been, I haven't really, you know, I don't like things because I don't want people to think that there's some kind of weird coup or like initiative or some kind of like runabout way of power play happening. Uh, but like, you know, there's other times where I go, fuck this. I'm a team member. I, I could just say this shit just as much as anybody else. Like that's that's bullshit. I never signed up for like muzzling myself, you know. So I don't I don't know. It's 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 rough. It's it is rough. Yeah, that's a fair. Like, that's my worry. Is like, that's what it ends up happening. And and
3: the people elected you because they liked your voice and they and they liked your opinion. So it's a, it's a hard, you're you're trying to balance. You're doing well, man. But I I agree with you. It's a it's a weird spot because you were elected to be you, and then but does that mean that when you speak, people think you're speaking on top of the whole council? No, you're still you, but your voice on the council, and you're allowed to try to move the community in directions. Yeah, you're not trying to usurp the others, but that's the whole point of politics. But it's a very interesting place. That I don't know any other community that's dealing with this dynamic. Nobody, anymore.
1: nobody else is. And so nobody else will. Nobody else will that's it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like that's a great thing about Juno. That's a bad thing about Juno, right? Like Juno is innovating uh and, and moving in a direction that nobody's ever done with with everything. their goods, they're bad, like all of that shit. Like, you know, Prop 16 is too like I said that story before it's too too early to call. Like a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people said that was bad, but like at the same time, at that moment, there was obviously the office other side of the conversation where it could have been even worse, right like, we, we don't know it's too early to call. um maybe some people would argue that because the price is reflecting like you know a a a a discussion um but you know again, too kind of too early to call. What's more important the long term sustainability uh or or like being decent- i don't know i I don't know like who knows right? I don't know about this decentralized thing. I've said it many times before in the discord and in the meetings. I look at you know, and I feel like in a much different light than a lot of other people do. I look at it as, like any other chain, it should be looked at as a business and not like a social experiment. But then again, at the same time, like I understand where they're coming from when they say that shit. Um, You know, like, and and when you're talking about a chain as a business, look, unless you're like a charity chain, you're for profit, and that means you need to be making moves. And I've said this before. I don't want to make this a Juno thing. You need to be, you know. Flat out killing things with your product, like it has to be a go, I like to call it a golden apple where it's like speaks for itself, right? Like no matter what, like you're just gonna fucking the people are gonna pick it because it is what it is. It's a golden apple. Um, or you have like just the best customer service, right? Like it's just like the Chick-fil-A thing. Yeah, Chick-fil-A, you can say they have better chicken sandwiches than some other, but like it's a fucking chicken sandwich. What makes Chick-fil-A so great is their customer service, like they get that shit right. Every single time, you don't gotta wait. Even if there's a thousand fucking people at Chick Fil A, the line is moving and they're getting your order, and they don't fuck it up as much as other places. Um, and or if all of that shit is on par with each other, and your competition is like, you know, competing with you on those levels with their product, with their customer service, you need to be able to make decisions quickly so that you can outpace them, so that you can fucking pivot them and and do tick for tack whenever you need to on the fly before they're fucking doing it, right? Like that, you need to be able to respond to the markets quickly. And right now, Juno can't do any of those things. We don't have a product that's, that's a golden apple. Before we did, before it was a permissionless smart contract application in, in the cosmos. Now we have competitors galore that we have to contend with. And they have money. And they are not decentralized governance. They have a team that can say, you know what, fuck them. We're doing this. And that's what we're doing. We're doing it now. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's hard. Like, you know, like a lot of people like to say like governance is, is much more important. Fairness is much more important, but like, I would beg to off, uh, to, to argue, like, aren't we in business to be profitable? Isn't that why you buy token? I know you're not buying the token. Like, let's be real. Nobody here is buying the token to make yourself feel good about the social experience of governance. Nobody in fucking crypto is doing that shit. Nobody. if you are, stop spending your fucking money because I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like you're supposed to be buying crypto so you can make fucking money, right? Number go up.
7: I I agree with uh, that sentiment. Um, not everything has to be a real world entity in business, but it has to have that mindset. However, when being a network, to entrust in a zero trust uh, form is, yeah, that network network is open for public scrutiny, uh, government entity uh, governances in the real world. So how does that network think about its user base to protect it? To protect the user base of um, <clears throat> you know, UIDs, PIDs, and and DIDs, you know which are just um, identifiers for individuals. And in that case, you have to trust the network to be treated as a a real-world entity, protects its user base, protects the network through a NAC um, uh, instead of MAC. MAC is individuals. NAC is every individual is a zero-trust in decentralized form um, under one entity, which is the network, which is Juno. Um, And then everybody can just fuck off and do their own thing. But... in order to do that there there's a proper structure in how data is transferred encrypted decrypted and so forth that they just don't give flying fodder and they just keep they keep just letting everyone fend for themselves as an individual there has to be some form of unity um i
1: mean yeah just yeah no, no i i, I think this. you know it's like it's hard right because like wow <sighs> And that's that's what we're dealing with right now. Like we're we're trying to find a structure and so that we can find that path, but everybody has their own uh, initiatives and their own interests. And it's just like, that's, that's the thing with governance, right? It's just like real world governance where everybody has their constituents that they're trying to appease. Everybody's trying to uh, appease their interests in, in whatever position financially or socially that they're in. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody's trying to appease their interests Uh, in the tech stack, like like what they, uh, what their ideals are and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know, man, it's, it's a, it's a rough road. I I personally, I I could care two fucks about all that. I just want to be profitable. And I think that's what most people care about. Like they just want to be profitable. Just make the chain profitable, make their number grow up. And I I promise you, like if Juno was to skyrocket right now, like, okay, let's just say this, uh, Holy, if, if, if one person was elected, right, and or just like a a small circle of people were elected, and just, let's just say for the sake of the conversation, they were able to make decisions and partnerships um, with other blockchains and and, and make smart, strategic uh, financial moves for the chain. Uh, You know, they do everything right. And the Juno price goes from 30 to 33 cents to up to $4 from where it is right now. In a really, like realistically, let's say half a year, right? Nobody's gonna give a fine fuck about the problems that we are talking about right now. Like, nobody, nobody, nobody's gonna care anymore. They're gonna go back to like having fun and degenning and stuff like that. Cause $4, if you can't remember, that was like kind of like the the unofficial like starting point for Geno when it launched. Like, actually, go back and take a look at it on what's the longest chart we can look at it on? Was it Osmosis, unfortunately? I think it was like what when it launched? What was it? Four dollars, guys? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been so long, but like it, you, you basically be at a reset back then, right? Uh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Uh,
3: yeah, I came in and bought at seventeen dollars, so I was I was late to the party. Luckily, I uh, sold in the thirties so a lot of it.
1: Yeah, so it so launched. Lucky. It launched at like three dollars ish. Uh, kind of came down after having a huge pump up to. I'm looking on the monthly, by the way, so it could be off just a little bit. Sixteen came back down to about like seven ish. But if you went to the daily here and you zoomed back out on Osmosis's chart on Juno, so we had we had the launch, three something dollars, pumped up to there, came back down, landed somewhere between seven-ish dollars. And then we had our huge run-up, right? Huge, huge run-up. So, like, yeah, if it goes back up to like four bucks, nobody's gonna give a flying shit anymore. About governance and all this other stuff. It's just gonna be like, let's just have happy times, let's deploy shit again and 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 like possibilities would be endless again, but yeah, like, I don't know, like who's to say the price point is the end all be all right? It could I don't know, it's too early, it's too hard to tell. I that's just my opinion. I care about more of the price point. Rigsby's been quiet down there just listening the entire time. <laughs> Fucking Rigsby. Come on up,
7: Riz. He's, Come on. He's probably changing out what is it the flash or those little things that go in his clog pup holes or whatever. He's going to organize his flash.
1: You know what I've been working on uh, recently is I've really been working on uh, just bringing in more and more mining units for Zephyr for IBC gang. Really have We've been going ham on that shit lately. What have you guys been working on? Kid, I know you've been working on a bunch of things, but I guess Holly, Holly you're, you're probably working on like guppy stuff, aren't you?
3: <laughs> yeah, we're doing the guppy yuppies right now an NFT series. That's going to be pretty interesting, man. We got a whole bunch of partners uh, and each partner is going to have their own kind of team as a part of the, the guppy yuppies. And then they have their own utilities. So we're gonna. It's gonna be really cool, man. Like Shark Protocol is gonna drop, airdrop Shark to to Shark holders, and we got, you know, the the backbone team for their stuff is gonna drop. So we're we're doing something pretty special. You know, Guppy Uppy likes to do do things different. Guppy, our airdrop. I still would say it was the most profitable airdrop in the cosmos this year. People were getting like three thousand dollars out of that and stuff. So um, that was
1: insane. I remember when you guys did that shit. I was like, this is madness. Like I didn't. I was like, this what. <laughs>
3: Yeah man that was a lot of fun and i think uh it's you know it's helped us kind of get on the map and some cool stuff has been happening and, um, but yeah, we're working on a bunch of stuff and then Crypto Dungeon, I'm obviously working hard on Crypto Dungeon uh, that's, you know, the last while I've taken a lot of time just to try to get San elected and then now we're working on this game and trying to unify chains and um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about what Crypto Dungeon's doing right now. I, I really believe that there needs to be partnerships across the chains, that's why I kept pushing like, for Juno, if we can do this interchain stuff it's going to open up, because we already have people who, who left Juno, you know, gone to the other chain, they'll come back and they'll interconnect and um just the right partners
1: is the most important thing right yeah cross collaboration is very very important it's like the it's the it's the essence of uh of the cosmos right is 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 IBC is it's like this you know being able to interconnect and collab uh, at will uh and it's funny how it gets met with resistance uh on a theoretical level sometimes um but yeah but but also at the same time gets promoted. It's like, what? Um, I see Alice Dowd on there. What's up, Jacob? Mr. Fox. Ooh, guys, tomorrow. Oh, Mr. Fox. Actually, uh, no pressure. If you'd like to come up, just let me know as well. So got to let you guys, I don't do this very often. I don't do it enough. Uh, I'm not very good at promoting it. You guys would think differently, but I promise you, I'll, half my shit, I just wing it. Um, I am actually having, I'm super interested. I'm super geeked out and excited to have them. Uh, but I'm going to be having a space tomorrow, uh, with the mining club, uh, the galactic miners, uh, which is, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun talking to them. Uh, I can't wait to actually like pick their brain They're They're my officially, uh, but unofficially, because I guess I actually was kind of in terror a little bit, uh, beforehand. Uh, but I, I've never been like a. Uh, a, a lunatic, like right. I i don't I've never considered myself a lunatic, but now I I kind of feel like I I I can maybe start putting on that hat and waving it around a little bit because I bought me a whole bunch of those NFTs. Um something just in my heart was like, just buy these fucking NFTs tank. Like, don't be an idiot. They're fucking fire. You like the art, you like the what they've been saying this entire time. So I bought a whole bunch of them and like they've been making some moves. Like I have you, uh, Folly, did you buy any of those?
3: I'm actually, this is crazy. I missed that mint because I was in the middle of minting it and I got called to go do something, came back and it was done. And, and I'm actually in conversations with Hashimoto and everything. Uh, basically he is going to be one of our partners, We've got these galactic mining turtles that are a team that are part of the Guptopia. and uh, he's giving this, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but he's giving the most incredibly these hundred and a piece of creating? So he's he's awesome and like they're, they're for are to help unite the cosmos for sure. So out the Toronto.
1: Yeah, they they're buying miners and all kinds of shit. The Galactic Minecraft, they're buying all kinds of like they're making proposals. Uh actually I need to go check. I need to go check to see how some of those went out when uh I just staked them uh and I just like to watch and stuff like that. But they've been making a lot of proposals and they've been really, really active. So super excited to kind of like have them yeah. on. Uh, I know JG is going to be coming on and and, and joining them, uh, Mr. Fox. If you would like to join, I think it's two thirty. Again, look again. Look, I don't even know my own spaces, but I believe it's two thirty uh, Central Standard Time. Hold on a second. Let me share the space. Let me see. Let me see if I can. Yeah, it man, on
3: those,
1: those NFTs are. The teasers. They're they're how they're dude. I just like the art, and like dude for a AI generated. Like that had to be a lot of work and attention to detail for all of those. But I, I like them, dude. Especially I got me a Kooji one that just fits my bill, dude. Here we go. Here we go. I can share it right here. There we go. Put it in the nest. Homestead. What's up Homestead? Jay smiles, by the way. I see you guys. We've been going for a while now. Um, yeah. I mean, so many things happening right now. We don't have to keep going for too much longer, but, uh, Super super excited about the entire Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, ETH right now, what is ETH at right now, guys? ETH right now is still trading at 32.45, it's up 2.29 on the day. Bitcoin's uh it went above 57 briefly, it's still up four percent on the day. 56,678. Uh freaking awesome. Uh, and even Adam, Adam's still holding strong, which is, I'm not gonna lie, guys, surprising me. Uh, but almost up. I think it was up a little bit more than that, almost a whole percent on today's price movement. Uh, And then Jackal um, doing really good, 85 cents. It was at 95 cents. Uh, But what goes up must come down just a little bit. It's down 5.9% on the day, but still just had a massive run. Kuji still above $4, still looking good, really loving it. Um, But yeah, guys, I guess we're going to close it out. We've been going for a while now. Uh, Kit, you have anything you want to end with?
7: It was nice sitting in here. It's been a while. Yeah.
1: Hey, if you ever, man, you're always welcome to call, help me co-host, or come up as a speaker. I absolutely love uh, the conversations that you bring. (laughs) Homestead. (laughs) Homestead.
7: Here, I can do that too. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. (laughs) Thumbs up. (laughs) Thumbs
1: down. But But anyway, um... guys, we're gonna get out of here. I'm gonna close it up. Uh, I do gotta get ready to train some of these kids in jujitsu, and then I'm gonna go choke out some adults later. I'm gonna go have me some fun.
6: You guys be
1: good. Yeah.
0: down days, got them acting all thankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token out, state probing this bear, flexing broken knocks. Oh, oh. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then the end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss. It's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Rondo doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight And all these Maybellines. They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the code And going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community. All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Gotta plan it in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten Stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management To grab a few seats. And then we'll round up the beast And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfucking i Spaces